everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Double Date with Blood Relatives on ID. Woo! How are you doing, Kimber? Great, Katya. Is that what you want your alternate name to be? I'm I'm only it's a little bit copyright because you don't watch Drag Race, but Katya is an amazing drag queen. So I'm flattered. So it's an homage. Let's do it as an homage. I'm fine with it because I do. You've called me Katya before, so I feel like changing it's it now. It's what I call it in my head when I see your name. I don't know why. Right. But I'm making up my own. So you should get to make up your own. But really, I'm not even going from Kimberly, from Kim most of my life to Kimberly in college. Now to Kimber. Was, was difficult because I was adding two syllables. Now I'm taking away a syllable. This should be much easier. So it should be easier for people because they'll be like, Kimber, just stop yourself. Right. Oh, there you go. It's like your momentum. You just yeah. stop the train. I enjoy it. How did you enjoy this episode that I told you to watch? I loved it. I thought it was great. Yes. I don't know if I got all the symbolism. I'm a little off my game ever since last week's Wizard of Oz fiasco. It's not that heavy. I mean, it's blatant. Okay, good. Because I thought if you were going to be like, you didn't see that, I was going to feel really dumb. If I was going to be like, this is all an allegorical yeah. to Dostoevsky's crime and punishment, that would have no, been... No, more something that I would actually know. Like, the whole thing is Golden Girls. It's, yeah. Okay. Then I'd feel really dumb that I missed it. So I think I got it all. I think you got it. There's only two major. There's two major. Mm-hmm. You'll be the death of me, it's called. Yes. Which is... Just an expression, again, applicable to any single episode of any murder show ever. This title means nothing. Not a play yep. on words. Nothing to do with anything. What nothing. season are we in? Season four, episode 13. That's right. Season finale. We are with a blend. Oh, and they did amp it up. Yeah, they did. In the sexual department. Not safe for work. Yeah. Also, this episode is going to be an after dark. Yes. A date with blood relatives because... We'll get to it. We'll put up a warning before we get there. And I have a time code for where to skip through. But then there became too much. So I couldn't do time codes anymore. So there's just an area that you're just going to want to. You'll know when you get there. You'll know. It's obvious. It's not subtle. Also, if you're watching this show with your children. Don't. Not this one. I would not. Maybe don't anyways watch Blood Relatives with your children. Some maybe. There's lots of blood. Yeah, there are. There is quite a lot of, there can be some gore in Blood Relatives. ID does not pull punches in the gore department like Beloved Dateline. Now, we are with a blended Texas family. We find out that everyone's going to be in hot water as people slowly sink into a hot tub. Because Brenda loves those sort of play on words. You bet. As jealousy comes in like a Texas twister. Again, there's no no weather in this episode. It's clearly filmed in Los Angeles. Yeah. Keller, Texas, a swanky enclave. Oh, swanky enclave. New favorite word. I told you it appears all the time on these shows. And yeah. I feel like it, it really does. I, I agree. A utopia, one of the best places to live. They keep hinting over and over what an amazing place it is. Quick cut to a guy saran wrapped to a table in a storage facility screaming for someone to help him. I didn't know what was going on. So Dexter. Wow. It's very, it's very strange. But we are way, we're way before that now. We are still at the innocent utopia part. We are with Greg Williams. He's an outdoorsman and a businessman, but he loves to keep in shape. On his birthday, 
he wants to go mountain biking, which is totally what I do on my birthday. No. I'm not burning a single calorie on my birthday on purpose. I shan't. Not nary, not one single calorie shall be burned on my birthday. Like Mm. people will bring me things and brush my teeth for me because I don't even want to burn those calories. No one brushes your teeth for you. That makes you sound like a princess. You no. On my birthday? No one brushes your teeth for you. No, because I don't. I live alone. Also terrible. I would not want someone. That sounds awful. (laughs) I would be like, get away. Step back, please. Do you do that to the dental hygienist? I don't want someone brushing my teeth for me in my home. Let me put it that way. The dentist office, I expect it. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So remember when we talked a few weeks ago about if a guy likes to brush a girl's hair? And we both thought that was kind of cringe. And this, so brushing teeth is just way off the scales. Out. Done. Just say no. So Greg works in IT. He makes a good living. Right away, we're seeing, which I, one that a thing that I think is a theme, correct me if I'm wrong, the color orange is just everywhere. And the color red. It's all those scales of red, orange, orangey red. It's red orange, tangerine, almost reddy pink. Yeah. Tangerine, anything in that color wheel, like that if you go to the paint shop, yeah. It's in your you pick up that card that has all of those colors on it. It's all of those colors. Yeah, you're in the red orange family. Yeah. So we're seeing pops of orange shoelaces, orange shirt, orange backpack. Greg has a tiny little red water bottle with triangles on it, which I didn't notice the first time, noticed Uh, the second time. mm -hmm. He has a daughter, Taylor. She's like Mm preteens. He has a new wife, Michelle, who's hot stuff. And she's doing these crazy arm stretches for the bike ride. And I was like, stretch your legs, Michelle. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't know what's coming. So the arm stretches make sense in a second, but not right now. Right now, no, absolutely not. They are all bike riding. But new wife Michelle falls because she was acting really cocky and trying to beat out Taylor, the daughter. And I felt like she deserved it. And (laughs) I was happy she fell. I'm just going to say it. And then Greg goes, her chain broke. And he holds up the chain and the oil kind of looks like blood in his hand. It looks like straight blood. I was like, why is the chain bloody? Yeah. They somehow repair the chain because he has a bike repair chain kit. In his backpack. Shocking. Yeah. And they repair it on the trail because they finished their bike ride. I don't know how chains work. So Michelle also has a child from her first marriage, Lee. He's 23. He is from the military, but now he works for Greg. He shows up. He's from the military? Like he was given to them? <laughs> he was in the military. He was born of the military family. He was gifted from the military. He was a gift from the Navy. They sent in. Yeah. And he now works for Greg. He walks up shirtless, wearing orange shorts, because they all color-coordinated their outfit. He wears dog tags. Also, this isn't bright orange. Everything is, like, red-orange, or at least it was on my phone. From what I... It was hard to almost tell if it was red or orange until later we get blatant orange. Right. That's true. I was having less trouble. There's certain things that I saw as red and certain things I saw... Okay, you tell me, because I'm curious. Okay. He was bright orange shorts, and the shoelaces were bright orange. Backpack was bright orange, but the water bottle was red. Okay, well, that's just confusing. Greg's shirt is bright orange, 
and almost matches the shirt that Lee puts on later. It looks, yeah, it's alarming. It's a very uh, oppressive color. Like, it's just very bright. It's in your face. Did you also notice that we had a music change in this episode just at the beginning? No. Did you hear the Shining music? No. When did they play it? The picking violins. They do it right when, right as they're going into the first set of flashes where plastic on the table. Yeah. They do it. They did it. They did the picking violence. Oh, I see. I thought they always did a different music when they went to the flashes. But I don't remember that particular music being heard before. I would have noticed it. No, I don't remember that. I do remember some sort of harsh violins or something. But not the little, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The picky violins. That it sounded like The Shining. And I was like, do you have the rights to that? No, they don't. Blood relatives? Okay. They definitely don't. Okay. Lee is apparently very sweet, very shirtless. Proud of his dog tags. All is good in this family. They're perfect blended family, except we see an insect. And so we know something is bad. What is that? I tried to find out. I googled what insect looks like a grasshopper, but is not grasshopper colored. And I got an insect that is also green, which is the same insect as a grasshopper. So it's some sort of beetle. I'm going to say beetle. It has those legs that kind of walk like ha- like they have elbows, like their their arms have two movable parts to them. Is it this? Yeah, it could be. Huh? It has red legs. So are you really going to just give me that name? I-, I don't even want to tell you what it is. What is it? Pimpla rufipus. Yeah. Okay. So it's a pimpla. They're not giving, they're not giving, <laughs> it's a pimpla rufipus. I'm pretty sure that's it. Do we have an apostrophe ad? Because that would be perfect. It really would. I don't believe so. Yeah, all of these are saying there's a wasp that has black body and red legs. No, this was not a flying one. But it doesn't look, but ours did not have wings. It was a definitely a ground beetle, grasshopper type thing. So I was like, okay, beetle, beetle. I remembered you saying something about a beetle had something to do with Egyptian lore in another episode. Yeah, the, the scarab. Mm-hmm. But this is not that kind of beetle. No, this looks like a black grasshopper with painted red legs. Okay. That's what this looks like. Maybe it's just the color scheme. They picked a color scheme and they went with it. And they even had to have the beetle match. Why they didn't pick a ladybug? Oh, I think I found it. Maybe. Is it that one maybe? Mm, I can't tell. It looked different to me in every shot. So I don't even know. That's close. But this one is called the witch's horse. A.K.A. the devil's riding horse. A.K.A. the devil's darning needle. A.K.A spitting devil okay that sounds more like it this is our bug yeah i think that that's what we're looking at guys okay okay there we go so no more pimpla pimpla by pimplas by pimpla so they okay lee comes up sure did i mention he's shirtless and <laughs> he has a surprise for greg his stepdad for his birthday come on guys so after their bike ride He leads them over to a giant obstacle course. Did he construct this obstacle course with tires where you climb over and then a wall that you climb over and then huge mud trenches that you climb through? It's a professionally set up obstacle course is what I'm trying to say. So, yes. Did he set it up as a surprise for Greg's birthday? Yes. Maybe he rented it. Maybe you can rent it. So it'll just be you guys. For that run, you get to go. There are no other people around. It's in an empty park. Hmm. Unsure. And the men are very competitive with each other. They win. 
And even though they were celebrating their win, one of them, and their defeat, the other one, they still were gentlemen and cheered on the ladies who came in last. Okay, thanks. Harumph. So they, we learn they're happy, blended, Brady Bunch type family. They're all happy except that bug keeps getting a close-up. So I feel like something bad is going to happen. We're getting a lot of bug. A lot. Yeah. There's a fifth wheel to this family. Greg's ex-wife, Kathy. They're divorced, but Kathy and she are friends. Such good friends. Kathy and Greg or Kathy and Michelle? Sorry, Kathy and Greg mm-hmm. are such good friends. And still, because they're raising Taylor together. And she sets presents him with this picnic, which unclear. It's for his birthday, but is it on the same day? They're no longer muddy. So it's unclear if it's the same day. She greets him at the picnic by kissing him on the mouth. Well, don't know. To which Michelle doesn't really like that. And then he takes out cash out of his wallet and gives it to Kathy. And she does kind of a, oh, no, no, I couldn't. But as she's taking it and is that I don't know what this pay- payment. I think he just gives her money a lot. Okay. So she presents him with a cake that says not... Happy birthday, Greg. Oh, my goodness. Wait, first, the, before the cake, the entire picnic spread is on this giant, what looked to me to be a red, orange, or was it just straight orange? Orange. Orange blanket. Like, just everything in this first part is, again, this red or orange with, yes. like, perfect napkins, plates. Like, it's a very professional, it's a Martha Stewart does orange picnic. Yes, it's a Pinterest picnic. There we go. Um, They're drinking out of orange soda out of like little jars, fancy jars with little striped straws. It's too perfect. The chevron napkins. It's too much. Also, there's a pillow at the picnic because you do that and it has three triangles on it. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Look at you. See, you've more than made up for The Wizard of Oz. Young sire, you, I have grown, I've learned from your wisdom. So <laughs> she presents Greg with a cake. Oh my gosh. Normal cake would say, happy birthday, Greg. This one has like a whole speech on it. Dearest Greg, <laughs> this is your ex-husband. <laughs> He's already married. Dearest Greg. <laughs> comma. I hope, it has a comma, I hope your lust for life Brings you all you deserve. You are my best friend. And I love kissing you on the mouth, even though we're divorced. And I especially love when you give me money from your wallet. It doesn't say all of that. We love spending your birthday with you. One of us is probably going to kill you soon because I saw a random beetle getting a close-up shot earlier. No, the cake stops at what? What does it tell the good people what it stops at? No, it didn't say that last part. It stops at, dearest Greg, I hope your lust for life brings you all you deserve. It's way too long. Yeah. Also, don't put I hope because that makes it seem like the cake is just from you. I think that was on purpose. And that's shady because you have a daughter there. Make it seem like it's from the daughter, too, at least. Or the wife who he is currently married to. But you, if it says I on the cake that's for someone else and the word I is on there, you've gone astray somewhere. That's a loaded birthday cake. It's not about you. Also, the word deserve has a capital D. Look, all of this is like a little bit sinister and it's not, it's just not what you want to see on a cake. I was very surprised. Why is the D capitalized? 
deserve. You're getting what you deserve. Your lust for life. Stylistic choice of the cake decorator. I don't know. Is lust for life, Simba, like future foreshadowing of something that's going on yes. later? Is right. the cake poisoned? Because that's what I think. Okay. Yes. We have to move past the cake. We're never going to get through. We have okay. too much. So they eat the cake before any of the other picnic food, which seemed to be rice and maybe empanadas? Perfect picnic food? Question part. And there's this ominous symbolic bug crawling all over the food, which is why picnics are only fun on TV. Correct. Better idea to eat if you're going bike riding and obstacle coursing. Better than birthday cake. Monk pack bars. Oh, absolutely. Less messy, less bugs, better for you. Monk pack keto granola bars contain just one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and are only 140 calories. That cake looked like at least thrice as many calories in a two bites. Thrice, if not quite. Quaint. 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 Sanks? Nope. Sex? Keep going. They're gluten free, grain free. Plant-based, non-GMO, all the good things. They're perfect for people eating keto or just trying to be healthy, like people who decide to go out mountain biking and a mud run on their birthday. Oh, boy. But they also want to eat the cake first. So balance is good. I keep Monk Pack bars in my car, and they came in such handy the other day. I was stuck in traffic, and I was running late to go home for a Zoom call, and I'm smelling the fast food through the windows, but I ate a bar, and then I started my Zoom call from the car because I'm a total multitasking boss hustler. Yes, you are. You want a Maserati? You want a hot body? You better work, B. And I was working it. Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars have a soft and chewy texture, much like myself. They come in delicious flavors like coconut cocoa chip, Yum. Which is my favorite, even though I have trouble saying it. It's really chewy, and I love the little bits of coconut on top. Just, so good. Just delish. They also have peanut butter, blueberry, almond, vanilla. Yes. Katie and I are obsessed. I got Joni obsessed. Make sh- To make sure I'm fully stocked, I signed up for their subscription with all my favorite flavors. So that way, it comes to my door. I save 10% on every order. And you know what multitasking boss hustlers love? efficiency good deals yes monk pack you better work b <laughs> so try it for yourself and you'll see we have a special deal for our listeners get 20 percent off your first purchase of any monk pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code date dateline at checkout and monk pack is so confident in their product it's backed with a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll exchange the product or refund your money whichever you prefer to get started, go to monkpack.com. That's M U N K P A C K.com and select any product, then enter code DATE DATELINE at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monkpack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. M U N K P A C K. I haven't finished the granola one yet. <laughs> I've been doing the keto bars. Right. So, but still, the sentiment is the same. Yeah, the sentiment is the same. They're great. Check them out. Period. And these are keto granola bars. They're they just are. different from the other keto nut and seed bars. Correct. We thank Monk Pack. We love Monk Pack. We really do. Thank you, Monk Pack. Monk Pack. You better work, B. Now, <laughs> later on at a pool, I'm going to keep saying it. That's very funny. Later on at a pool party, 
Might be the same day because this is the most active family I've ever seen. Might be a different day. It seemed like it was all this seemed like it was just one long weekend. One long party weekend. His birthday weekend is just a blowout. Stacks on stacks on stacks of celebrations for Greg. There we go. So it's all about Greg. But it's not because at this pool party, he gives Michelle a gift, even though it's his birthday. So they're all at this pool party. The men are all shirtless. He gives her a subscription to People magazine. There we go. That would be a normal normal gift. gift. Yeah. He gives her a gift card to TJ Maxx. No. He gives her a frozen yogurt shop. Wow. Because that's what rich people do? Wow. Do you put the key in a little box? I don't understand. I recently had a birthday. Maybe I did it wrong. Did you get any stores? Did you get any established businesses for your birthday? I did not receive any franchises. For my birthday. I asked for several. No, I did not either. Hmm. People don't love me enough. Not even the subway. I'm not as delightful as Michelle because I don't wear a lot of red. And orange. Or orange. Yeah, but your chain didn't break. So there's that. Oh, I always break the chain. And if you don't love me now, <laughs> you will never love me again. I can you. Say it. Sorry. That is definitely one of the top 10 best songs of all time. It's a great song. People are going to come at me and I don't care. Come at me. No, it's a great. Who's coming at? It's a great song. You listen to that song. Tell me it's not the top 10 best songs of all time. So they are at this pool party. He does this announcement. I'm giving you this Froyo shop. The grasshopper, the warrior beetle, horse, horseman's beetle. Horse witch. Horseman apocalypse beetle. Witch's horse. Witch's horse beetle is crawling all over things everyone's happy michelle and greg start hugging and kissing and kathy starts because kathy's there surprise in her in her red dress she's always there in red but michelle also always wears red so everyone's wearing red everyone's wearing red kathy starts griping about the pda like this is a family party and pouring more wine well you didn't have to come kathy yeah for real you're divorced from him So it seems like maybe Kathy still wants to be with Greg or maybe wants to be with Greg now that Greg has a lot more money than he had when she was married to him. That's what our interviewees are speculating. So she drinks wine. White wine. White wine with a piece of watermelon floating in it. Thank you, Kimberly. I did not want you to think it was tomato, but I was prepared. (laughs) There's a giant plate of watermelon that is ushered out because it's a red fruit. So we have to stick on theme. Here's the thing, though. I was looking at that photo the other day, and to me, it still looks like tomato slices. I cannot make it wrap around in my... It's like one of those magic eye posters. Like I cannot comprehend that it's orange slices. I feel bad for me. Um, She just looked at me with pity. I, I do kind of. It's making me feel bad for you now. She just looked at me for pity. Like, I am. I feel weird about it. I want to protect you, but you keep saying it. So I can't protect you if you keep saying it. Look, I've never seen an orange. I don't. I can't. I can't. So anyways, she's drinking this wine with a piece of watermelon in it. I didn't know that. Is that a thing that people do? With white wine? I've never seen it, but I don't drink a ton. I'm not like a huge wine person. Seems like the watermelon will get all soggy. It's kind of already soggy. It does to me, too, but I don't know. Also, it's so it's very light pink and has seeds in it. And it looks startlingly like the logo for Elder Skelter, our old favorite show oh the dentures oh there we go with which had dentures in a martini martini glass glass. yeah 
So I thought that was a nice homage. I totally didn't see that, but I see it now. That's funny. Thank you. She's drinking the wine and basically staring at Greg and Michelle in the hot tub who are basically making out. They are they are making out. Yeah. Michelle is now running her Blueberries frozen yogurt franchise. Blueberries? Is that the store? So I'm sure that our Texas friends are going to tell us that that is a chain there. But it's very clear that they are filming in a Menchie's. Maybe it's like Pinkberry. Maybe they... Yeah, it's like a Menchie's. It's for sure a Menchie's that they're filming in. Yeah. It's the color scheme inside. They're trying to add red accents. No. No. The inside is is green. So (laughs) you can't. It's not working. Maybe it's supposed to be like Pinkberry, but they had to change the name. So they made it Blueberry. Oh. Is that possible? Remember Pinkberry used to be really big? So... Michelle's working there. She has the stepdaughter, Taylor, working there. Michelle's wiping down the windows, and she's working hard, but I hate to break it to her. That store is getting a D health rating because there is a bug walking on the counter. And she's cleaning in stilettos. Anyone? Is that normal? That's how all of our ladies do. Not all of them. On this show. Michelle is becoming closer to her stepdaughter, Taylor. She's kind of the cool mom that owns the Froyo shop. Yeah, that makes you the cool mom. Which is a a trope that I didn't know existed, but it makes sense. She, becoming closer to Taylor, seems to be driving a wedge between Taylor and her real mom, Kathy. So Kathy comes in in a red dress, acting all fake and happy for everyone at the Froyo shop. Hey, y'all! Yeah. So Michelle is very mad at Kathy coming in and acting nice for some reason. I think she's just over it. Get out of my shop. This is mine. I'm tired of seeing your face everywhere, Michelle. You're not married to him anymore. That's true. So she had already put down a thing of strawberry pink yogurt for Greg, who is working there because he's an IT guy who works out of a yogurt shop, apparently. No other customers in the store. So that's where he gets his business done. It's like a Starbucks. You always see someone on their laptop at a frozen yogurt shop. Yeah, not so much. So Michelle gives him strawberry. Michelle sees Kathy walk in, glares at Kathy, and Brenda Strong goes, Michelle twists the knife. But what Michelle does is get a a vanilla yogurt and plops it down right in front of Kathy. Like, I hate you, you be, here's your yogurt. So I'm not even giving you chocolate, you get vanilla. Is so is she saying, yeah, or you're a vanilla person? Yes, it's it's subtle, but it's an insult. I mean, if she said something like, here's your low fat yogurt, Kathy, that would be the ultimate. Well, if they had had lines, if they had had lines. Yeah. But I don't even know what's it happening. It, it's kind, but maybe I think she thought Kathy was going for Greg's yogurt. And she's like, Greg, that's Greg's yogurt. You get your own yogurt. I don't really understand. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, and the actors are just doing a lot of acting with their faces because Brenda Strong is doing voiceover. So we don't quite know why it's an insult. But it's a lot of acting. A lot of face acting. So then Michelle gives Taylor an Illuminati necklace. A red box, number one. Right. Diamond studded type triangle. It's just a triangle. Deathly Hollows. Deathly Hollows. She's a Harry Potter fan. There's no circles. It's just the triangle. Just a triangle. And it matches a necklace that Michelle is wearing. Michelle is wearing the same triangle necklace. 
this is not the first time we've seen the triangles. The triangle and the mountain also are kind of the same shape, obviously. And we've seen the three mountains over and over again. So we're dumb or I'm dumb because I'm just getting that. The triangles. Well, it's obviously our third symbol is the triangle slash mountain of the three. The three is the important thing here. Yes. Greg, Michelle. And Kathy. Kathy. I keep wanting to say Nancy. Kathy. Right. Yeah. There we go. So it's, yeah, it's a love triangle maybe, but he's not. It is. I mean, he's giving Kathy money. They're not actually involved. I don't. But it it is still because there's still two women in the relationship. Right. It seems like. Yeah. So again, that happens in many of these shows. Don't know why they picked it for this one, but it's okay. It's okay. All of a sudden. Kathy sees this necklace exchange and starts yelling at Greg, like, why are you giving her gifts? You shouldn't be giving her gifts. And you're spoiling her. And they're screaming. Kathy and Greg are yelling at each other while Michelle and stepdaughter Taylor are having this nice necklace moment. Two feet away, completely oblivious, smiling. No one else is in the yogurt shove. And they're screaming, but they're just like, oh, this necklace is so beautiful. I love you so much, stepmom. It's so sweet. Where are the customers? So (laughs) Kathy says, she's destroying my family. And during this fight with Greg, we realize that why these actors are not giving very much lines of dialogue. And it might not be the money angle of ID trying to save money. Are you going to be kind? That's all I'm going to say on that. That's wise. Okay, so Kathy even threatens to not let Taylor spend time with Greg, even though Greg has the majority of custody and Kathy sees Taylor on the weekends, but she's lording that. I don't understand. No, no, no. Kathy sees Kathy has her during the week. Michelle only sees her on the weekends. No, opposite. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So she only sees the mom on the weekends. So it makes zero sense. Oh, so the mom's going to be super sensitive then just period she is, overall. But how is she yeah. going to take custody away from Greg when he's clearly been given the majority of custody? She's not, not without taking him to court. And if she wants to keep a good relationship, you're host. That's it. Well, Greg says, you better calm down or I'm going to stop giving you money, basically. Oh, there we go. Okay. So finally, Michelle notices the fight, goes over, and Kathy holds up a yogurt spoon, which now has pink yogurt on it, even though hers was clearly the vanilla and Greg's was the strawberry. Maybe there was fruit on the bottom. No, it's pink yogurt on the spoon. And she's waving around the spoon like a knife and she's waving it at an intruder. Like, I'm gonna, don't you come near me. If you take one more step, waving it around. <laughs> like she's fencing or something. I know you're allergic to strawberries. <laughs> I will throw this in your eye. Don't make me throw this in your eye. This actress Aww. is like, they gave me a prop and I am gonna use it. This is my b- best prop acting I've ever done. It's going on my reel. Then Kathy gets so mad. She picks up the pink yogurt, which again, not her yogurt. Hers was the vanilla and throws it dramatically against the store windows. So the windows that Michelle just cleaned smeared with pink yogurt. But it doesn't matter because they're getting shut down for the bugs anyways, because that bug is still on the counter. That's true. For the witch's nest or witch's horse. Yeah, you're done for. Katie, is there any jewelry that won't cause seething rage and cause a yogurt food fight 
meltdown. Yes, I have jewelry that actually causes the opposite of that, which is extreme joy. And every food tastes better when you're wearing it (laughs) because it's so pretty. And I am talking about analuisa.com. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com. And they have some of the most timeless, chic, and just plain pretty pieces that I have browsed on the internets in a long time. And I do mean browsed for a long time when I was on the site. Oh, I spent four hours. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. I spent like four hours. Everything is pretty. It's really hard. If you don't just have an unlimited budget, it's hard to choose. But one of the cool things about Ana Luisa is that their prices start at $39. So mm-hmm. you feel like everything's in your budget and it mm-hmm. kind of is. And right now with the code date dateline, you can get an extra discount of 10% off at checkout. Ooh. So, I mean, it's just the best. And it's conscious luxury jewelry. That means that they are a brand that is socially aware and conscious about the environment, which we always love here at A Date with Dateline. Yes. So because of Natalie Morales' jewelry game, I've been talking about it as Natalie's our newest host. I've been inspired to find affordable, high quality pieces that can be worn together and stacked, as the kids say. Stacked on stacks on stacks? Pretty much, as anyone says. And because of the dainty quality of the Ana Luisa pieces, they are just perfect to achieve this kind of a style goal. And for those of you new to the idea of stacking, you should check out Ana Luisa's stacking necklace sets. So they have a combination of chain widths, which means it looks like you're wearing multiple chains, but actually they are one necklace with one clasp with multiple layers. Uh... So it gives you an effect of wearing layered necklaces, but just the ease of having one piece. Like you tried extra hard, but were actually me and lazy and just put on one thing. It actually just looks like you're really good at jewelry. Yeah. I love these style necklaces and Ana Luisa's are gorgeous. I particularly liked the Ivy, which has this little mini, don't laugh, a little mini gold dog tag. Which I, I know in this episode, we do get some dog tags. But this is the appropriate way if you want to wear a dog tag and yeah. you can wear it with, you know, a power suit. It'll look great. But Ana Luisa just gives you a great range of options. I mean, I talked last time about their earrings. I just wanted to hit on this one style this time. But they have all different beautiful pieces you can layer together. And they release new collections every Friday. So it's a reason to check back often and be sure to use our code date dateline for that 10% discount when you check out. Ana Luisa was founded to bring clarity to the jewelry industry. They design pieces with a beautiful story from beginning to end, starting with recycled materials whenever possible, transparent business practices, and always creating small batches that are kind to the earth and eliminate excessive waste. AnnaLuisa.com have considered, tracked, and evaluated the environmental impact of every aspect of the company, including how they ship, which is amazing, with a goal to get their carbon footprint down to zero. That's their goal. That's Amazing. Absolutely. So if you're looking for affordable, exceptional quality jewelry, pieces crafted from the finest noble metals, look no further than analuisa.com. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, a unique jewelry company creating stunning limited batches while ensuring the highest production standards and eliminating excessive waste. That's analuisa.com forward slash date dateline. Go treat yourself and your loved ones. Use our code date dateline to get 10% off. We absolutely recommend them. They're making beautiful, sustainable jewelry. AnnaLuisa.com forward slash date dateline and date dateline at checkout for 10% off because we all deserve jewelry that doesn't put us in the red. Ooh. 
or the orange. Come on. <laughs> I did a mic drop and all. Thank you so much, Anna Louisa. Check them out, guys. So, Katie, the reason I think I missed all those Wizard of Oz clues in the last episode was because I was wearing my old glasses. It's not my fault at all. Okay, sure. So I decided to get new ones from Warby Parker. Oh, there we go. That's a smart move. Just anyways, you don't have to make up an excuse to get Warby Parker glasses. Right. (laughs) Since I try to leave my house as little as possible, I love the home try-on kit. You take this quiz online. You know how I love a quiz. And they suggest some frames, but then you can also pick your own. I love that they have different sizes. Like if you have a wider face or a more narrow face, you pick out five frames. They send them to you. And then you have five business days to try them on. So you're able to wear them around the house, see how they look in different lights, ask people their opinions. You can put them on with different clothes, with my hair washed or how it is most days unwashed. See how it looks. I loved the whole process so much that I did it again because I decided I wanted my first ever pair of prescription sunglasses. Ooh. So I picked them out online. They show up at your door so fast. I don't know how. There must be a hidden store with glasses in my backyard because it comes so fast. Yeah, it really does. And I love the way that Warby Parker's glasses are what they call vintage inspired with a contemporary twist. Yeah. They are so cute. In fact, the week that I had on my glasses to try at home, I was at my doctor's office and the lady was taking my blood pressure. And I said, those glasses are really cute. Where are they from? And she said, Warby Parker. Ah. So now I need to order myself those to try on at home too. So this might be a problem. I just keep trying on pairs. But for people like me who get decision anxiety and cannot just walk into a store and be like, those are my glasses. I've made the decision. I need time to mull. This system is perfect. And I think I've picked out a favorite pair of sunglasses and a favorite pair of glasses. And I just put on my in my order online. Ooh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait for them. The best part for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair to someone in need. We love a company that gives back. Yes. Try Warby Parker's free home try on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label, which makes it so easy to send them back. So easy. Again, that's five pairs of glasses at home for free. Warbyparker.com forward slash date date line. W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com forward slash date date line. Yay! I'm going to be a Warby Parker gal. I can't wait to see how good you look in your Warby Parker frames. (laughs) And I can't wait to see all of the symbols that I was previously missing on Blood Relatives. I'm excited for that, too. I know. And I'm going to look super cute doing it. There you go. So there is also currently trouble in paradise with Greg and his stepson, Lee. Lee is at the office acting like he's hot stuff because he is the stepson of the boss and putting his feet up on the desk. And we find out later it's Greg's desk. So he's just sitting there with his feet up on the desk. It's Greg's desk. I don't like this. He's just a worker bee. He needs to know his place. And this woman in a short skirt and low cut top, because that's the blood relatives equivalent of a shirtless man i didn't even notice oh yeah she had like little leave that's okay and they do a close-up of her butt walking oh that's weird did you notice the the close-up of her butt walking towards him so she's gonna tell him her her place oh that that's weird that weirds me out (laughs) yeah 
So she tells on Lee to Greg. He sucks at his job. He's acting like a douche. And Greg gets really mad and he fires Lee. And Lee stands up and shows him his dog tags like, I'm a soldier. And the actors are like right in each other's faces. I almost thought they were going to kiss. Very close. It's a bad move. I don't know why. (laughs) They're screaming. It didn't have to be like that, but they are. And then Lee dramatically pushes all the papers off of Greg's desk, which is the dream role for any actor in a reenactment show. That's why you go to theater school. You dream of getting that part one day. It it really is. Yeah. I've never gotten to do it. It's that or a table. Either one. Flip a table? Yeah. Either one. Yeah. Never got to. So back to husband and wife. Brenda Strong tells us they say the couple that sweats together stays together. They don't say that. Who says that? No one said that. That's not said. I I don't like it when she lies to us. That that bums me out. Bally's gym. Do they say that? The Bally's doesn't ever say that. Bally's isn't going to make claims like that. Is it a Planet Fitness catchphrase? So Michelle and Greg are working out together, but there's tension because the yogurt shop is a money pit. He wants to sell it. The Froyo is a no-go. How is a Froyo in the hot Texas weather a money pit? Explain that to me, folks. Katie, the Beatles on the counter. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kathy throwing yogurt all over the place. One star. What? Was there yesterday. Seemed to be a family disagreement and necklaces that belong to the Illuminati. One star. (laughs) One star. Beetle on counter. Saw witch's horse on (laughs) counter. Zero stars. So Greg is lifting weights, a barbell thing, and Michelle is spotting him. But instead, she gets so mad about the yogurt shop that she pushes down on the barbells and he's struggling against it, even though she weighs maybe 90 pounds and he's like struggling and she's looking down on him imagining his face getting all bloody which would basically happened in a dateline that we covered i think for patreon it's called beauty and the beast and you remember dennis is in their at-home gym laying on the bench the barbells oh yes i do isn't beauty and the beast when we talk about linda for the first time i was in the same hotel room no devil's bathtub but they were right around recorded around the, the same time as each other Maybe. Okay. So she's basically trying to kill him, but he, and he's like, and then he pushes her off and he's like, what did you, what do you knock it off? Wise guy. What are you trying to do? She's cut. She just tried to kill you, man. Call the police. But he acts like she's just mad. It's just a fight. She's just mad. She'll get over it. So one night it goes too far. Oh no. Or something does. Michelle calls 911. She's hysterical. She says her husband is shot. Police arrive. She has a bruise on her cheek. Oh, boy. They find Greg dead with pillow feathers in his bed because the pillow with the bullet. And I do want to say the blood spatter was very poorly done. It is painted on in thick strokes with a brush. Looks nothing like blood spatter from what we've seen on a dateline from a bullet wound. They normally do very good at this they sort do. of thing. So our department maybe had a rough day. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. We we understand what happened. It's just not as realistic as they normally do it. Look, they have an abundance of blood in their opening logo. In every quick cut where we get those dramatic shots, we always see just blood gushing from things. Yeah. Their blood work is usually solid. Very good. 
but this time, not so much. Just a miss. It's okay. They keep doing close-up shots of his wedding ring and his watch. They do the wedding rings the whole time. The wedding ring is throughout, but there I don't think it means anything. I think that's just a shot they keep doing. The watch, because his time is up? Well, the watch they keep showing, too, in the flash forwards. They keep showing because he has the three mountains on it. Oh, I mean, I couldn't see that. There you go. Okay, so his watch has the three mountains on it. Which is, must be his company? I don't know. Yes. Is his company REI? No. <laughs> no, but later on we see a business paper and his logo for his company is three diamonds. Yes. Those aren't diamonds. They're mountains, whatever. Okay. All right. No, was it? Is that what his company's called? Three Diamonds? No, it's called like Greg Investments or something. Yeah. Keller Estates or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelle says she fell asleep and woke up in the middle of the night because she heard a noise. She goes to investigate. Someone hits her with something, knocks her out, knocks her so hard that her wedding ring flies off her finger. The rings again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How hard do you have to hit someone for their wedding ring to fly off of their finger? I was assuming she was hit at the exact moment she had taken her ring off to just give her finger a break. I don't know. But she was investigating a mysterious noise. Maybe she fiddles with it out of nerves. When she's nervous. Yeah. Okay. But we get no, this is my assumption. We don't, we're not presented with any of that (laughs) and no No. information as to that at all. Not none. It's like on TV, you hit someone and they fall out of their shoes. Like, but this, the ring just flies out of her. I don't understand. It really, it just went flying across the floor for no reason. Don't know. So uh, when she wakes up, when she comes to, the intruder is gone and Greg is shot. They think that it looks like forced entry. So it was a burglary. But no, it's not a burglary because there's rings everywhere. Her ring Uh is on the floor. His ring is on him. His watch is on him. There's 20K that is not touched. On the ground outside, they see a gun and a wrench that are wiped clean. Oh, boy. police take the gun and the wrench and put them in a grocery brown paper bag. Is that? That's how we do it in Texas. Protocol. I don't know. That was a terrible accent. I don't know. We usually see the clear plastic bag for evidence. It's It seems highly incorrect. Maybe a brown paper lunch bag, but this is a huge grocery store bag. Like from, he he like took out his frozen lasagna and put the evidence in there. No, I've seen brown paper evidence bags in shows. By the way, are you watching Mary Eastman or no? I watched the first episode. You got to keep going. Okay. okay. I feel like on that show, they would use brown paper evidence bags. That's fair. So the turns out the Greg is gun is Greg's gun. It was from taken from the house. So whoever right. killed him knew where to find the gun in the safe. Police test Michelle's hands for GSR and she's clean. Wait, sorry. The safe was open? The safe was open and there's okay. just money sitting there. 20 grand. Where was the safe exactly? Looked like a hall closet. Oh, sure. Okay. So they test her hands for gunshot residue. She's clean. She says... Look at Kathy, his ex-wife, because daughter Taylor is the beneficiary of his money. So maybe Kathy killed him so that her daughter would get the money and she could get her hands on the money for somehow. No. Okay. So they ask Kathy. She says, I was at home with Taylor, but Taylor was asleep. So that's not a great alibi. And then we meet the real Kathy being interviewed, which I was shocked. I was shocked. We've already met the real Taylor. 
but I was not expecting to meet the real Kathy. So we know she's not in prison or we think she's not because we they don't, don't tend to do that on we don't, blood relatives. We've seen that one where that girl was interviewed after she got out of prison. So True. she was involved on it. So police feel like Kathy isn't acting upset enough that Greg is dead. But I have to say the actress doing so much animated face acting. So much animated face acting. So if they didn't feel like that was enough. That's on them. That is true. <laughs> she was acting her heart out, guys. That's okay. <laughs> I feel bad. It must be real hard to be <laughs> on these shows. No, I'm not blaming her. I'm saying she was really acting. Really going for it. Really yeah. going for it. The real Kathy tells us in her interview that she thought Michelle was trash. There we go. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Detectives keep investigating and they hit a very kinky jackpot those are brenda strong's words not mine at a local sex club oh boy okay now we're at the warehouse we see the front of the warehouse first yeah front of the warehouse so we know that this is the warehouse that we saw earlier we see a man saran wrapped to a bed that is sitting upright so he's like standing and strapped to a bed like a hannibal lecter gurney where you stand up yes yeah saran wrapped and then a woman tases him with one of those pokers with the electrodes on the end with a cattle prod a cattle prod and he asks her to do it again so it's the same guy that we thought was in danger at the very beginning of the episode but he's not in danger he likes it that's not greg no that was a different guy that was the guy was blonde oh okay it's hard to see him it was hard for me on my phone yeah it's dark it is not well lit this bdsm club it's i don't think it's supposed to be no now we find out at this bdsm club which is basically master bob's dungeon part deux but looked way cleaner way amped up the master bob's dungeon so much better no this was a master bob's dungeon gets mashed with a techno club 2.5 yeah it looked hip there was like pink lighting yeah and they have yeah yeah Wait, it, like Master Bob, it put Master Bob's dungeon to shame. It it certainly did. Like that dungeon should be embarrassed of itself. Oh, it's not that bad. It should. It, it's not great. Yeah. So Michelle and Greg love to go to this club together. And okay. they sw- swung, swang. Swingeth. Swingeth together at mm-hmm. this club with other couples. So detectives bring in Michelle. And she says, yes, she did participate in some of Greg's sexually deviant behavior. I did not like that. We do not kink shame on this podcast, sirs and madams. Okay. Greg got so into the BDSM lifestyle that he even retrofitted part of their home into a small bondage club. I don't know about that. Where they would have small parties with a close-knit group of friends but they would get so loud that neighbors would complain about the noise. No, what's small? I need to know. I need a number on. I'm going to need a number. on. There's a bigger question here. What? Where is the daughter? No, because Taylor is at her mom's on weekends. So I'm assuming that this is during the weekend. Do they keep the door locked and she doesn't know where the secret entire room is? It's a huge room. It's the whole basement. It's underground. She doesn't know. What if she finds it by accident? 
She's like 12 years old. Well, what if she watches this episode and she didn't know until now? It's not great. Oh, God. Okay. Now I, I just thought of, the, oh, no. Katie, yeah. why'd you have to say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> she probably heard about it in court. She's old now. How old is that girl? That girl was in her 20-ish. Or young 20s, I think. It may be even like 18. Look, this all came out in court. This girl yeah. has heard all of this. So we are, yeah, it's okay. So Michelle says it couldn't be any of the swinger friends because they wouldn't know where the safe was in the house. So the BDSM is a red herring. Red herring. Oh, Snapple. There you mm -hmm. go. That's it. And I was like, Michelle's always in red. But so is Kathy. And so is Greg. And so is the watermelon. And so is Greg. What is happening? Michelle is in red for the whole... She's in red for the Always. whole, like, actual moment of the murder. She's in a red silky robe. Yeah. So now the detectives have to go in a different direction, and they go the financial route. This is where we see some financial documents, and we see that the logo of Greg's company is three triangles, a.k.a. mountains. There we go. Michelle, turns out, was using up Greg's savings. And the detectives are going over this female detective has an old school pencil sharpener. I was very upset. Is that what that is? Buy that woman an electric pencil sharpener. That made me nuts. I, why does she have that weird old little crank pencil sharpener? They can't afford it. They don't have the money in the police department there. Did you used to have to stand in line for the pencil sharpener at school? Yes. Yeah. But we had electric by the time I was probably even in elementary school, I feel like. Oh, no, not. No, they were making us crank it. I remember that's like crank when people it. were trying to avoid doing stuff. You would go stand in line for the pencil just sharpener forever. and just do it forever and ever. That's what Tina does on Bob's Burgers. Yeah, that's a very real thing. And it's like a nub at the end. I love it. I was kind of shipping the female detective and the male detective. They seem to work well together. They have no lines. They're around the same age range. And they were like, they looked like they'd be cute together. Could just be me. So just looks wise. Because yeah. we, we literally hear, we don't hear them speak. No, it seems like they work well together. They point at things a lot. And then the other person would nod at the things that the person was pointing at. It's hard to do a lot without lines, but they did it. They were pointing. I apologize. I did not think that they liked each other. So. I thought they brought the heat. So, no, I didn't. What in the but world? <laughs> Brought the heat. Wait a minute. Hang on. There was one thing that you may have missed. It was right as they're telling us about the gun and the wrench in the yard. So right before this, that when they're going through like the house and all the evidence, they show a family picture. But the family picture is just of Michelle, Greg and Lee. And only Lee has just a red tie on. So they oh. kind of are leading you to like subconsciously believe that Lee is bad. At but that point, Michelle is wearing red almost the entire show. Just this one picture, though. This one right. picture, for some reason, no one's in red but Lee. That's, yeah. Yes. I think okay. they are definitely are trying to throw us in all different directions. We'll say the rest of the show, he is more of an orange guy. More of a? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've never worked. We'll get there. Okay. I can't. Even like at the picnic, you know how he was wearing orange for the. It's true. He's wearing orange bottoms for the obstacle course. Ten minutes later, he's at a picnic in a totally different outfit, but his flip-flops are now orange. Like, the costumers were like, get me everything in this color wheel, as in this palette, as possible. You know what the hardest thing about this is, is I kept thinking, if they're using actors' own clothing, 
this is an absolute nightmare, which I think they do for a lot of these shows. You pay the actors to use their own. They do. Someone sent us an article and it said they had to use their own clothing a lot. How much orange? Someone sent an article about blood relatives? Yeah. No, just about ID networkers, crime shows or something. Oh, I know they do because Lifetime does it too. So most yeah. of these places will use actors own if they can. But these guys don't have orange. Who has that much orange in their closet? They, they don't. Unless it's your favorite color. I don't mind orange. I've n- I don't own any items of orange. I don't mind like things ha- a pop of orange, but I just don't. I don't have a lot of color. I just feel like you're making your job real hard for yourself. Really hard. Like, really hard for yourself. Yeah. Let's pick one of the colors that most people don't look good in and don't own. And we are going to make that our, the whole theme of our episode. The whole theme. Yeah, I would be tearing my hair. <laughs> yeah. So Greg and Michelle have a lot of money coming in, but they're spending way too much. And there's also stuff going on with Lee because Greg fired Lee. So Lee had a grudge against Greg because he was fired by him, but also because Greg got his mom into this sex club stuff. And the reason Lee finds out, we see this scene where Lee appears to be wandering into the club at their house by accident, very confused, which means if Lee can wander into the club by accident, so can their preteen daughter wander into the club by accident. And he's like, what's going on here? And then a woman takes off his shirt from behind and he spins around like, what's going on? And it's his mom, Michelle. And he's like, ew, mom, gross. And we are all equally saying, ew, mom, gross. My God. Ew, mom, gross. No. I knew we said they were like the Brady Bunch, but not like that. No. No. So police go to see Lee. He is sitting at his place in his underwear. His entire apartment is filled with orange pops of color. I have, oh. He has stacks on stacks of beer cans that are in the shape of a pyramid or a mountain. A triangle. A triangle. And lady magazines all over the table because, of course, and a barbell on the table. And police say, I'm sorry about your stepfather. And he says, I'm not. No, you're not saying that to the cops. You don't say that to the No one's saying that, man. I can't. So apparently Greg had been disrespecting him for years and I was upset because Brenda Strong had clearly led us to believe that they were a perfect blended family. They were one big happy family. He even arranged that whole mud run thing for Greg's birthday. But he'd gotten fired. We knew they weren't a happy family. Well, but that just happened. He got him the job there first. And then fired him. Because he was being a D-bag. And he knew about the sex club. Yeah. But at the beginning of the episode, they're like, it's a perfect blended family. They all get along. They love each other so much. And they're all broing out. They were a perfect blended family two months ago. Now, just everything, <laughs> everything has changed. Everything's gone. So Lee, who was shirtless, did I mention he was shirtless when the police come to the door? He puts on the brightest orange shirt I've ever seen that hurt my retinas. Okay, no kid Lee's age has for these orange pops of color in the apartment. No one's design. Right. Aesthetic is with certain palette and you have, it's mostly gray and black tones, but with pops of orange. No, no one's doing that. I don't know anyone who, any guy who wears orange. 
it's so bright, but it did almost look like a sports shirt, like a, a neon Adidas, something like that, but without the logo. You know how they sometimes have bright green or bright orange? So Brenda Strong says Lee might be a juicy suspect. No, because he looks like an orange. So then Lee oh calls out his roommates to give him his alibi. They say he was home all night. One of the roommates is holding an orange and peeling it as they are talking to the police. I'm done. He walks out of the room and throws the peel on the ground because bachelor pad. That's which the other roommate is also in red, right? He's in a red T-shirt. Yeah. The orange guy drew my focus, though, because he's looking down very super shifty. Also, he's peeling an orange. Oh, no. I, I thought I was shocked that they hadn't that they weren't the alibi that they were playing D&D. I was ready. Yes. I was waiting. I was like, let's go. He's, they're acting so shifty. Yeah, they really are. And peeling an orange. And he's looking down at the ground like, I'm uncomfortable doing this, man. I don't want to be doing this. Very uncomfortable. What was their direction from the director? <laughs> exactly. I don't understand what they were doing. Throw people off. Make it look like you're lying, but maybe you're just embarrassed to be seen eating that orange i don't even know i really wish i knew and then in case we missed it which we couldn't possibly on the wall is a bunch of orange post-its in a triangle shape so there you go this was really blatant in this one but i don't know if, if I-, I was a casual observer if i would have noticed the stacks of beers making a triangle so the detectives think it's kathy or michelle And I, at this point, have no idea. The only thing I can think is we're seeing Kathy on the show. So I'm guessing it's Michelle. I'm sorry. I fully thought it was Lee still. (laughs) I thought that the roommates were lying. I thought we were going to come right back. Orange guy is my guy. Like the orange guy was involved somehow, for sure. Both of them were involved. Yeah. The detectives are doing a stakeout at Greg's house for no reason not unsure why and a neighbor comes up and hands them a dvd and for those of our younger viewers a dvd is oh come on it has footage on it from the neighbor's security camera from that night of the murder he's also in red it's also in red no he's in red the neighbor is the neighbor's in red Mm -hmm. Uh, the detective appears on the show i would be too embarrassed because you had to have the neighbor come and give you say hey here's some footage weeks after the mer- didn't you check their security footage you didn't think to do that oh and that's a really good point oh boy come on guys that's not a great look it's not i'm hoping that's not the actual way it went down and we're getting like a fuzzy storyline maybe that's not the actual way maybe they called the neighbors they said we're gonna be outside bring us your tape maybe they just didn't notice maybe the cameras are w- really well hidden Yeah, but you go and knock and you send someone a patrol out and you go, do you have any cameras? I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's becoming difficult. I know. But the neighbor's like, I was watching my tapes because I'm doing my own investigation because you detectives are too busy making eyes at each other. No. Bedroom eyes. What? Okay. I missed the love storyline. You had to really be looking to see that. I was. And (sighs) Stabler's back. And so it's all 
cop love is all in my head. Oh, I see. Okay, that explains it. Why didn't you just say that? Why <laughs> you should have just said that? I would have understood better because I, I was confused. So the but the neighbor is like, I was watching and did my investigation and noticed mm-hmm. that there is no intruder that night. No one enters the house that night. Nobody ever goes in. Nobody ever comes out. You would know that if you watch Willy Wonka, but that's a reference for Willy Wonka. Not going to. So then one of the inner. So they say, okay, so there's no intruder. And then one of the interviewees says to the camera so seriously. So either Greg did this to himself or it was Michelle. And I thought it was funny because he wasn't making a joke. Yeah, that's true. I guess they, maybe at the time they thought it could have been a suicide. So police go to talk to Greg's slippery spouse one more time. And I was like, Brenda Strong, stop with the slippery and the juicy. I don't like. Yeah, kind of. They question Michelle and she pretty quickly breaks down and admits that she made up the intruder story. But that's because Greg killed himself and she didn't want people to know. So she wiped down the gun, hit herself in the head with the wrench. You did not do that. And sold the intruder story. Michelle is not hitting herself in the face with a wrench. Not Michelle. The, not her moneymaker. Because remember, the bruise was like on her eye. Yeah. So, no. No. We've seen people on Dateline injure themselves, but not Michelle. Yeah, n- not Michelle's not cracking a cheekbone for this. No. That's not happening. Police don't buy it. The one, re- one of the reasons why they don't buy it is there's no contact wound from the gun on Greg's head, which would normally happen in a suicide. Instead, it appears the wound came from three feet away so he was shot from three feet away so obviously his arm is not that long so he did not shoot himself also clean up the coroner's office because there's a beetle in there oh man the beetle these places are supposed to be sterile is this the first time we see the beetle since the murder it's been quite a while and i thought we were done with the beetle because normally in our blood relatives we don't see the animal usually after the murder very much because we're to assume that it has regenerated it comes back usually at the end no that's only one time i felt like it was a couple times the rest of the time i feel like it comes back at the end so much so that we're like oh i forgot about you you're still with us but this beetle comes back with a vengeance in this episode so we're at the coroner's office next scene we're in her interrogation the beetle's there again and she's in red The beetle has gotten around town. She's wearing red. Police say that Greg found out that Michelle had been spending so much money, basically stealing money from his business and Mm -hmm. funneling it into her Froyo shop to make it look like her Froyo shop was not doing as badly as it was doing. Again, we don't know why it was doing so badly. Could be all the Froyo fights and the bugs. So he got so mad at her, he hit her, which is never okay, even if she's terrible. Absolutely not. But this is just what they think. This would account for the bruise on her face. We Mm -hmm. have no idea. That night when he falls asleep, she gets the gun out of the safe and she shoots him. At this point, we see the real Michelle. She's... Same. What we always have. It's always different. Yeah. So she's found guilty. She gets 60 years Taylor and Kathy are so glad that she got what she deserves, basically, even though it won't bring Greg back. Now, Brenda tells us, lastly, because she always has to have a parting word Mm -hmm. that always totally goes along with what was happening in the episode. So in this case, she says, no matter how close your family seems, those ties can be severed in an instant. And if you don't love me now. (laughs) 
You will never love me again. I can't still hear you saying. Why is there, there should be an episode where someone is stabbed or something. I don't know. I know. It's, because the last one was like, the truth will come strangled out. And it like wasn't know, an episode where someone was strangled. They're getting mixed up. This is, they're getting mixed up because they are, they have written endings for her to read and they're not, again, the metadata got crossed yeah. somehow and they're putting the wrong one in because all they know is it's a zoom out on a house, which it right. normally is some sort of zoom out shot right. unless we're in a pet cemetery. And so they're just, they're, she's already recorded all these. So they're just putting one in at the end. It's like when Lester does his openings and his closings right. and he's right. like, and thank I'm Lester Holt. Thank you for watching Dateline. That was such a shame or whatever. But then sure. he'll be like, poor Sally. But the episode had no one named Sally. Yeah. But the they episode mixed was about Judy. Yeah. And they put the wrong one. So, I mean it, I see how it could happen, but it is, it does seem like, a couple of these have not gone with the episode. At no. Not all of them, but some of them seem like they haven't. Also, why is the close-up on the house in the no bug anymore? Because the bug is in prison? Because she's the bug? The bug is in prison. The last time I think we see the bug was when it's on the, uh, the interrogation room table. Yeah. It's crawling on a red thing. What is that thing? What is it crawling on? Was it like a book? No, it's a metal thing. I was really hoping you could tell what it was because I had paused on it. I honestly, I can't tell. It's a red. It looks like the top of a hook. It's metal. Hmm. So maybe they just put it in because it's, you see also that could be orange. You see also how red everything looks on my yeah. thing, right? I thought everything was just very red orange until we get to his apartment. And I was like that. Oh, orange. Yeah. Oh, so much orange. But I'm still struggling to figure out is, are the members of the love triangle in red and everyone else is in orange? No, because he's wearing orange shirt. In the first scene with the mountain biking. And he's wearing the red tie in that one photo of the family that I thought was the red right. herring. Right. Maybe that's why he was wearing the red tie. It had nothing to do with the orange symbols. It was a red herring. So he's in a red tie. Because normally the three members of the triangle. But I feel like uh, Taylor was put in red sometimes too. I don't understand. So basically themes, red and orange. Mm -hmm. Witches, horse, bug, triangles. The witch's horse, a.k.a. the devil's backbone, or whatever it's called, devil's devil's haircut. On Seinfeld, Elaine had a boyfriend that just painted triangles. He just loved triangles. Did he make a lot of money? He did. When Sorry. he got sick and almost died, he was going to make a lot more. Spitting devil, devil's riding horse, devil's darning needle. Mm-hmm. There we go. That guy. Illuminati? Maybe because of the triangle? Or is it just mountains? But the, but the Illuminati triangle has the eye in it. The That's eyeball. true. We didn't see any eyeballs. But it, it is just the triangle necklace that got me. The triangle necklace. That's one single triangle. That's just because of the love triangle. That's it. Of which there really isn't because it's not like Greg is actively having right. relations with Kathy. It's just that they are in a situational triangle. Right. And he had the triangles on his thing, on his bottle. But then the triangles, when it's three triangles interloping, that's to make it look that's like a mountain, business. you And think. that's his business. Because he likes mountain biking. No, it's all to do... What are you missing here? It's all... You were an English major. It's all to do with the three of them. Everything. Every triangle that you're seeing. But you said it was supposed to be mountains. Well, no, because it's a triangle. If you were to just draw a mountain, it would be a triangle. I guess. Right? I guess. 
here's my point. Not that you're not extremely smart. You're too smart for this show. I think it is the simplest thing. No, I understood the love triangle part, mm-hmm. but I just thought there, I didn't get that it was supposed to be mountains until you said mountains. Oh. And then I was like, oh, because he likes mountain biking. But they're, no, but they're just trying to work the triangle in every way they can. Okay. So they're making it like an REI logo, but really it's the triangle. I got you. They're just repeating it and repeating it in every way. This episode just didn't have another layer of symbol. And I feel like some of them do. I feel like it did. And we missed it. And I think it was frozen yogurt. <laughs> so there's that. I don't know what the frozen yogurt symbolizes. Frozen yogurt? Yogurt. yogurt. It is with toppings. It is because you have to weigh your choices in life. Okay. And you have to weigh your toppings at the frozen yogurt place. Also, it's creamy and delicious. They have non-dairy options if you have irritable bowel syndrome. So that is um, symbolic. Where are you going? Pooping. Nope, absolutely not. So here's the thought. Why wouldn't you put the sex club in the back of the frozen yogurt shop? There's like Mm. a freezer and you can just pop out and get get a soft serve, go back in. Mm. This seems totally... Why would you put it in the house? Why are you put Where... Why? There's still a teenage girl living there. That's what how, I said. How old was Taylor exactly? I think she was 12 or 13. Okay. I just don't know why you do it there. Yeah, I don't know why you... Even if she's 15, who cares? Even if she's 17, it's still not appropriate. Wait till she's out of the house. Just wait till she's out of the house. Yeah. I don't know. It's the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, I forgot to give all of my warnings for the sexy time stuff. There is some sexy time stuff right before about... 28 minutes. I think they know when we start talking about the BDSM club. Yeah, I'm just giving a warning if you're if you're watching it. It's too late now. Now it's at the end. They know when we said BDSM, I think. And a guide with saran wrap. <laughs> but there is kind of a lot of footage. There's a lot that there's I didn't so, see. There's a lot of uh, footage. There's a lot of activity. Bondage. Nighttime after dark activities yeah. happening at the, at the club. Anyways... This was another successful Blood Relatives review. Yeah. Not as symbol heavy. And again, no doll. I'm still, I'm looking for another doll. There's another episode that someone sent me a clip of. And on the police detective's desk is a jar of something dead, pickled something. What creepy. episode? I'll send it to you. But I, we might want to do it just for that scene. To find out. we I want to do that just for you because jars. I, the jars were your discovery and your like singular focus. So I want to make sure we can hit a jar episode before we leave Blood Relatives. Oh, we're not leaving Blood Relatives. <laughs> that sounded threatening. That sounded mildly. Don't you dare. Not until we save Chad. <laughs> you want to leave Chad out there? I don't think Chad exists. How dare you? I've been through the IMDb list. How dare you? There's literally 13 people that work on the show. Look, there's one PA under additional crew. It could be Daniel or Christina. Daniel. Christina, do you need to help her out? Christina. Reach out to us. Yeah, let us know. But they're sending us a message through these episodes that they're probably dead by now. Let's be real. If they put these messages in these episodes in 2015, they're probably not still alive. Oh my gosh, that's depressing. They're fine. There's no one reaching out. They're leaving Easter eggs for us to find, and it's going to be a whole other clue. Maybe this will lead us to the truth about the Illuminati. Do you ever think about that? That's what I think. The only reason I think it's not the Illuminati is where would Beyonce and Jay-Z? 
Yikes. That's all I know about the Illuminati. They're behind the scenes. They're not going to put themselves in an episode of Blood Relatives. You do not know enough about the Illuminati if you think they're inserting themselves. I thought maybe there would be a poster at the yogurt store of Beyonce and Jay-Z and Blue Ivy and the twins. I don't remember their names. Enjoying some Froyo as a family. Don't steal other people's Froyo and throw them against the window. That's the lesson we've learned. That's our advice to you. Yeah, and watch out for whatever this witch's horse bug is. I don't, I think it was picked because it has like red orange legs, but still, this was not a friendly beetle. Apparently, it spits and it can hurt you. So, oh, really? It didn't look that scary to me. So now that I know, I'm scared. Spitting devil, spitting any bug that spits to get out of town. No one's doing that. No one likes it. Unless spitting mad beats, in which case it's fine. I can't do it. I'm not even going to try. I was going to try to beatbox. I can't. I'm I'm not trying. That's as far as I got. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody.